Test, test, test. Hello, test, test, test. Hello, test, test. Do you hear anything? Yes. Turn this thing. Don't break it. It's made in China. <laughs> Do you listen to Bill Burr? I know what he's about, yes. He has really funny jokes that Chinese manufacturers make things just a little off to piss you off. <laughs> just enough to drive you crazy. I agree. <laughs> Gotta buy the main in Japan, man. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. It is... Um, Friday night, and uh, what day is it? Uh, the 18th. 18th. Wait, the 19th, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, the 19th. Yes, the 19th of October, and it's a uh, Friday night here. I am with my intelligent co-host, Leslie. Wow, intelligent. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm trying to be in a positive mood today, so how was your week? Does that taste okay? No. <laughs> this, this does not taste okay. Okay, yeah. Because I had one and kind of tasted weird also, so. We're yeah. talking about coconut water. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> I bought some coconut water and then it kind of tastes kind of weird, so. It's not expired. It's. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. It, it may have come from some uh, rotten coconut. So, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm just not going to drink that. Okay. Um, do you want some water? Or? No, it's fine. Okay. Okay. So, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. and just been busy at the hospital seeing patients. Um, just learning a lot and yeah, just been busy doing that. And what about you? How was your week? So, uh, last week we recorded and then, uh, um, I'm going to divulge some, uh, dating stuff. So if you're tired of me talking about dating, then no uh, one is tired of you talking about your dating life. On, fr on on Sunday, uh, wait, what happened on Saturday? Yeah, she was bored. Um, I don't know if she was bored on Friday or, or Saturday, but um, so we texted back and forth. Um, and then, so, you know, I, th I think things are going okay. And then Sunday I have yoga class at, at the... Uh, at the dance studio, that's where we had originally met. So I was like, oh yeah, let's go to yoga and then uh, we'll go to lunch or whatever. And then, so I go to said yoga class. It was fun, but then while I was driving there, she texted me, oh yeah, I'm, I'm busy um, for yoga, but I'll meet you for lunch. So I was like, whatever. Um, you know, that's cool. I... I had also stopped by Costco in the morning because roses were on sale, so I bought some Aww. roses. How much were they? Thirteen ninety nine. Always buy roses at Costco because it's uh, much much uh, more inexpensive. Yeah, they can get really expensive, like forty dollars a bouquet sometimes, like for Valentine's at Bonds or something. Anyhow. Yeah, that's my neighbor's dog. Um, yeah. During Valentine's Day, roses can get crazy. Um, always, always trust Costco. They have a variety of colors. I like the uh, the pink roses myself. <laughs> Why pink? Um, well, there's there's symbolism with the colors and stuff. You know, pink's like it's like purity and love and all that stuff. Um, but anyways, like if you don't want if you want to buy roses but not in like a romantic color, then you know you get like the uh, there's like yellow roses and stuff. Or white. I think yeah. White's purity. Um, mm -hmm. But it's not the... 
you know, the pink and the red, so obviously they're, they're symbolizing something. <laughs> Wait, so this was... So I got Sunday? the roses before, yeah, this is Sunday. Oh, Sunday, okay. So, um... So I go to yoga class. Luckily, it was cloudy and cold that day, so the roses would survive in my car without uh, without wilting. Uh-huh. Um, and yoga yoga classes uh, ended. It was Yin Yoga, which is more of a restorative yoga, um, more stretching that kind of stuff. Less of the it's is not as intense as Bikram Yoga and all that. Um, so anyways, yoga class ends, I, uh, you know, I call her, and let's go to lunch, blah, blah, blah. I, I had this whole plan in my head that we were going to go to Victoria Gardens and all this stuff, but somehow during the phone call, we ended up going to eat Peruvian food. I don't know how that happened. Um, I did not take control of the phone call, which, which was another big mistake. Um... <laughs> So we go to eat this Peruvian food. It's on Haven Avenue uh, in Rancho. And meal's fine or whatever. You know, we talk, we laugh. Things seem to be going well. But then uh, she's like, oh, yeah, you can tell a lot by people's face or whatever. And he was, she's like, even though you think your face is, like, blank or whatever, I can tell a lot, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And, uh, was she, what was she insinuating? Well, she could tell that I liked her, so... Um... Anyways. Which, you know, when a guy looks at a girl, uh, I don't know, I, I mean, I'm not looking at myself, so I don't know what the <laughs> hell I'm looking at, but... <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so there was a lot of eye contact and stuff, you know? It's not like when I'm talking to you, you know, like, looking off into the distance, <laughs> like, uh... I was paying attention, and there's this good. going on. Uh-huh. Um... And, you know, everything seems to be fine, but then, again, she refuses for me to pay for her, for her lunch. This is a big, big, big red, red flag. Um, but we talked about this, remember? It doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. It means something bad, because something bad happened. Oh, okay. And then, uh, you know, we go to the... We walked to her car, which was parked next to mine, and then I gave her some roses, and then she said, um, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket or whatever. I mean, when a girl says that, it's done. Uh-huh. So, and I was like, um, then, then we, you know, we went on a long walk to resolve some differences or whatever, huh. or to discuss, discuss things, and... And, uh, yeah, she said that, um, she knows my end goal is to be in a relationship, so she doesn't want to continue on. <laughs> I was like, it, uh, you Did know. Did she listen to this podcast? Um, I gave, I gave her the, uh, oh. afterwards, afterwards. You know, when things were done, or, you know. Oh, okay. You know, on Monday, I was like, this is my podcast or whatever. Before, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, Anyways, yeah, so she, she didn't, you know, I said we can go as slow as, as you want, blah, 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 but, you know, already in the conversation, the topics of the conversation, you can feel it's not going in a good place, but then we had a great lunch, and then we have really great chemistry together, and, I was, and then I told her we have really great chemistry, blah, 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 then she says, I get along with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sure don't, but... <laughs> But, um, I mean, we have really, I, I mean, what I felt was really great chemistry together, because... What made you feel that way? I mean, you can tell when there's, things aren't aligned, you know, there's awkward pauses. Uh-huh. I can rattle off several of my jokes, and then nothing hits. You know, you can tell, um, there's, there's awkward, well, what awkward What did you guys talk about during lunch? I, oh yeah, we're, we're talking about the food, talking about her week, you know, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Her work. What did you guys have in common? Because um, you said you had a good connection, so I'm thinking that maybe you had 
some similarities, commonalities that you talked about? Well, the most important thing is we don't have something in common because I want uh, my end goal is to be in a relationship. And then uh-huh. she knew that, but, you know, and then, and then she referenced her long text before our, our other date. Mm-hmm. I already told you, blah, 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 blah. And then, um, hmm. Yeah, I mean. So she just wants to be friends. Um, there's a 1% chance that it could revive again. But because we didn't go, get off on like horrible terms. But yeah, after this long conversation, you know. I come back home, then I texted her a bit also, and she's like, I'm not changing my mind, you know, (laughs) I just want you to consider for one day, and then she's like, I'm not changing my mind, Peter, and then, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean, yes, my end goal is to be in a relationship, yes, (laughs) she knew that, Uh and then I told her, um, you know, we've had some long conversations, so... She, she knew what my end goal was, but... But she she did tell you before you went on the lunch. Yeah, she put the whole disclaimer. Were you hoping to change first, her mind? Well, and then she said, I, I'm not playing, I, you know, I'm not playing hard to get, blah, blah, blah. I really meant what I said on that long text. I was, <laughs> but but then if you meant what you said on that long text, you wouldn't go go out with me the first time, right? So it's, it's kind of... Because what do you think happens? I mean, it's like... Let's say I asked you to go on go on a museum <laughs> date without Frank. I mean, what would you what would Frank think, right? I mean, it's like, hello. <laughs> what do you think happens when, between a man and a woman at a museum? I mean, what, what do you think? I don't. I don't think a whole lot happens at a museum. <laughs> but. Uh, hmm. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, I she kind of went bit, along with it, but... Yeah, well, I'm confused because it sounds it sounds like she did tell you... Correct. ...from the very beginning she wasn't interested, but you were persistent, like a lot of men are. Well, yeah, you, you can't give up after the first... Right, you know. and you thought maybe you would change her mind or, you know, after you guys hung out and she got to know you that she would you know like you and be interested that's that's happened before correct and that didn't unfortunately happen but it's surprising because you feel like you had a good connection correct Hmm. and um yeah there were some red flags she lives at home that's a big red flag why how is that a big red flag there are a lot of women who still live with their families because it's culturally, you know. Well, it's econ- you know, economically, it's it's favorable in in our housing market today because rent's so freaking expensive. But I mean, I I think it's nice that she has a family there to help her, and they all you know get along and support one another rather than be on her own and alone. See, I thought things were on because she had this extended conversation about astrology or whatever with with her sister, and then her sister wondered what my astrology sign was, so they were obviously talking about, Uh you know, oh, I went on a date, blah, 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 right? So I thought it was on. uh, (laughs) It's just weird because usually when, you know, my when things have great chemistry things tend to go on much longer and then my previous relationships they uh they only blow up after several long arguments so (laughs) so this was really weird because the chemistry is so good and it was at the you know it's it's been near the beginning but you know she said you know she put an ultimatum you know you know Mm -hmm. how girls do you know, we can hang out, but it's friends only. If you can't handle that, then then no. So then I said, you know, you, like a man cannot be friends with a woman. What? That's we're friends. What is that supposed to be? Yeah, because we're married. 
Because you're married. <laughs> a man cannot be friends with a woman. But we're friends. We've That's been correct. friends for like almost 10 years. Yes. And yeah, so let's let's fall. <laughs> well, when, when, but you, when I there's, mean, you when there's sexual know. tension, a man cannot be, and then there's no marriage, there's no nothing, there's two single, well, I should, I should, I should put a disclaimer here. A single man and a single woman, and there's attraction, because I know she kind, she, she wants to be single or whatever, she doesn't want to get tied down with a relationship, which I get. Because huh. on the first date, she said her, you know, I don't feel any ticking in my stomach, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't feel any, the uh, the early 30s clock ticking. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But, uh, you know, she doesn't, you know, she, oh yeah, I like her company, blah, blah, blah. So in that per- situation, a man mm-hmm. and a woman cannot be friends. Okay. I mean, yes, Frank can allow you to do a podcast uh, here, and then allow me, and then, and then nothing, nothing is gonna happen, right? Allow me. To. So no, I mean, you know, there's there's a amount of trust because nothing's gonna happen. Okay. Right. Right. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't know what, you know, Frank can go do whatever, and then uh-huh. he can go wrestle with Gabby Garcia, and then. <laughs> You can be assured nothing is that gonna happen, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Unless Gabby beats her, beats him up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> Shout out to Gabby Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you gonna do from here? Um, stay positive. You know, I I didn't go into a shame spiral this time, which was good. And I'm still attracted to her. There, uh, but. I don't know, because that following Monday night, she didn't show up at the uh, dance social because she didn't want to see me. So, well, she said it wasn't that. She texted me, I'm not trying to avoid you, blah, blah, blah. But then she's trying to avoid me. But um, it's, yeah, it's going to move on and it'll be a bit awkward. But she wants to stay single. Watch, when girls say that, then like, like, they'll be, like, unsingle in, like, one month. Basically, at the end of the day, I didn't close the deal, so. She can say all this stuff regarding I want to be single, my clock is not ticking, whatever, but at the end of the day, like, uh, Chaco says, Chaco Willing, <laughs> you, you have to take ownership for stuff, and, and, uh, I didn't close properly, and the end result is... What could you have done differently? It seems like you did everything that, you know, that you could have done. I, you're, I feel like you're being really hard on yourself. Like, oh, it's my fault. I didn't close the deal. It's not a transaction. Well, I didn't, I didn't close. So, because um, there's, I'm, even if they didn't feel like they wanted to be in a relationship, uh-huh. I believe if your your skills are up to par, that would have still happened. But anyways, um, on a more natural course of things, mm-hmm. um, with that, with me being not the one hundred percent skilled master, I didn't close, and this relationship isn't going to happen. So, yeah. You know, I learned a lot of lessons from my past past adventures, so I was uh, nicer, I was more romantic, and I said nice stuff, <laughs> which, um, you know, with, with Liz, she a lot of her complaints were like... Uh, Oh yeah, I'm not romantic enough. I'm uh, I'm not nice, <laughs> etc. But then, so I I thought I learned from that, and then I, this time I was much sweeter and all that stuff. Back to old Peter Tam, but then old Peter Tam didn't close. So you know, it's it's kind of like if you um, 
if a guy has a lot of because at the very beginning I said you know I date one woman at a time blah 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 you know mm-hmm. there's no one else perfectly honest which that's supposed to be a good way to go but then it's like sometimes if if there's a guy that it's like dating four women at once and then they're like I choose you then it seems like <laughs> it seems like that sometimes is a perception-wise better because you're choosing them and they're not the only option. So, mm. I don't know. So, are you thinking of reverting back to your old ways where you're dating more than one woman at a time? Um. And, <laughs> and being mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's going to work. Uh, I don't know. Um, Just be yourself. Well... <laughs> Well, there's two versions. Because <laughs> you can't be really mean and dismissive and condescending sometimes. That's true. So, um, I don't know. Maybe treat people the way that you want to be treated. I don't know. No, but it, there's a... That's good for friends, but for attraction, there's a certain, you know... You need to have, like, an edge. So maybe I didn't have an edge this time. I don't know. But uh, we'll see. Hmm. Uh, you know, I I had deleted my dating apps from my phone. I, w- I was ready to, you know, be done with all this dating nonsense. When did you do that? Like, two weeks ago. But oh. I mean, for God's sakes, I've been on match for six freaking years. And then, and then, like, there's, um, you know, with, uh, all, this was another lesson from Liz, because I, uh, I, I was too involved with the cell phone. That was one of her complaints. So, Who's I, Liz? So that was my previous, um, one of my previous. Oh. And then she was, like, uh, like, we were, like, at Cabrillo National Monument in, in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Kind of like where Point Loma is. And then, you know, she was taking in the view or whatever. And then I was deleting email on my phone. <laughs> and she was like, can't you just be in the moment? Why are you always on the phone? Blah, blah, blah. So this time, you know, I deleted all these dating apps, all this distraction. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was, you know, she was right. I My end goal was to be in a relationship, but she didn't want to, so. I don't. I don't know. Maybe she's doing me a favor and just uh, getting getting out of the way rather than wasting another year and then. That's that's one way of looking at it. So. Have you thought about broadening your dating pool? Because I know you're very specific as far as what type of girl you want. Um. For See, some reason, a Hispanic woman. I don't know why. I, I've been I've been cursed with that type of attraction, uh-huh. and it has been a curse. <laughs> um, that wasn't always the case though, because when I first met you, uh, well, you liked one of our coworkers. Uh, yes, Vienna. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't uh, say the name. Well, this is first name. So <laughs> no one knows because we're just saying the first name. <laughs> Everyone, everyone who's listening to this knows who that is. Um, so, um, yeah. And they were in Hispanic. Well, Fiona and Sandy. Um, <laughs> I'll give mine one of her. First name basis only. They, uh, um, they uh, blew me out of the water. It was one of those really brutal type of... Uh, yeah, they were really brutal. Particularly, you know, Fiona, she's... Uh, she was really, really brutal, but then, um, <laughs> yeah, my taste changed, and I was, like, because I, I had lived, like, in Little Saigon for, like, um, in that area. I was at, uh, you know, Harbor and Edinger, so I was mm-hmm. in that Little Saigon area. I lived there for four years, and then, you know, it's, you're in freaking Santa Ana, there's Latinas, there's... There's Vietnamese chicks, you know, I was like, you know, I should have, I should have had it made at that point, but, um, 
I just didn't know where Vietnamese people hung out. So it was it was a mystery. And then um, I briefly went to those Vietnamese cafes, but other stuff's going on there, not not for uh, meeting women. And then I just didn't know. Maybe they were studying for their nursing exams. I don't know. Or okay. studying to be a doctor or whatever. But I could not find where any of them was, and I was there for four freaking years. So, you know, I, I had a few more brutal type of uh, rejections at that point, and then I, uh, I changed my ways. And, and then I moved to Chino Hills, and then I had, um, there was this other Asian girl I met online, and then, um, I played pool with her, and then we, we I, I told this story before we bet if whoever wins, wins pays for dinner, and then whoever wins, the other person pays for dinner, and um, then, um, I remember, yeah, I which we talked about, I made her pay for dinner, and then she never saw me again, so, <laughs> uh, there's been a few others, but, um, I, Asian, you know, like like I talked about when we were with uh, Eric here, yeah, Asian women like the clean cut type of professional male. I just can't get along with uh, a lot of Asian women. So particularly like the Vietnamese people, because I was in that area. I mean, I just can't get along with Chinese people. I don't know. It's the wavelength just isn't there so who knows and then and then with latinas there's the whole you know there's the whole race thing because um you know i'm 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 asian and then they're not so (laughs) there there's a there's an ethnic thing there because um (laughs) certain cultures look down on other cultures and vice versa so Sometimes it's hard to break that type of mold. And then in California, everything is about race, so sometimes it's hard to break that type of type of mold. You know, I'm moving on, so what can I do? Halloween's coming up, one of my favorite holidays. Ooh, are you dressing up? Yes. I'll be in my uh, usual, the, uh, the superhero onesies mm. that I like to wear. Do you have any plans? Um, there's a Halloween salsa bachata party this Saturday. Nice. Um, tomorrow's Saturday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow morning, um, Tarbell has a, uh, pumpkin patch thing <laughs> at the shops here in Chino Hills, so I'm going to dress up for that, too, and pass out pumpkins and all that jazz, so. Nice. Sounds exciting. I like Halloween. It's I like to be festive. That's another. Um, you like to be festive. <laughs> that's another negative because uh, you know, as you can see from my uh, photos there, I I like to <laughs> photos on top of my fireplace. I do like to dress up um, during Halloween. Uh-huh. And I like to be festive and because. For a long time, that got sucked out of me. Festivities. Because. You know, when when I was a kid, yeah, you know, it was festive. Then I went to college, and then I was with a crowd of people that were not festive. And the fraternity, and that it just kind of sucked away everything and. And then renting a room with another family. A, a lot of my festivities were gone. But Wait, you uh, rented a room with another family? Yeah, this was, you know, when we in Fountain Valley, you know, you and Frank were, like, living across the street for three months. Yeah. What? Wait, what? I don't remember that. Yeah, I, Frank and I did live in Fountain Valley yes. for a little bit. Yes, I, I lived, like, right there. For you three did? months. For three, yeah, we... And then you guys didn't know until you guys were moving out, and then we had sushi that one time. Oh, wow. And then Frank bought weights from my the people I was renting from, because what, um, my landlord slash roommate, he, uh, he had that business where 
he buys weights on Craigslist, paints mm-hmm. them up nice again, uh-huh. he does them, makes them nice, then he sells them back for huge profits, and then Frank bought one, so, oh, wow. or a car or whatever. But then he didn't know I was living there, so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now weird. I think I remember. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was in between your uh, your condo and and, and our house and and the house. So, anyways, enough of my dating adventures. We've uh, <laughs> spent half an hour talking about that, so we have half an hour to dedicate to other stuff. Um. So, are you gonna go on any more dates? Of course. Good. The. You should already start looking yeah I didn't that go- way you're not dwelling on this and thinking about what you did wrong but it sounds like you already have plans so that's good you're gonna go i mean you don't necessarily have to go dating you're already making plans so you're gonna go to this bachata thing and everything so that's good yeah i i think um you know for the longest time like the my, my past few um, relationships, it was because at the end of the day, I didn't want to be with them at the end. <laughs> so so that's that's what killed everything because... You were self-sabotaging? Is that what you're saying? Correct, because I grew tired of them. And I was like, uh, you know, I don't want to... You know, you start thinking, I don't want to spend the rest of my life with her, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know... Mm-hmm. You, you can, a little annoying things that people do, it can drive you insane, or drive me insane, and then, um, anyways, I, a lot of that was because of my fault, but I was always ready to settle down, it was just that I didn't find the right person, and then this time I thought I did, but uh, it, it didn't work out, and um, it's life. Yeah. I'm gonna move on. I'm I'm in my thirties. <laughs> it's time is of the essence here. There's there's You're, no more time to start fooling me? around and we're still so young. And um, I mean, freak. So now, regarding nutrition, <laughs> we're just gonna jump to that topic what are you drinking by the way yeah so uh tom ferry he's a uh, motivational speaker for realtors he has a uh, supplement oh yeah did that say seminar that you went to yeah he has like a supplement company also Mm. because who knows about nutrition like a realtor right but uh (laughs) so this is supposed to give you energies because it has caffeine uh, I threw out the, uh, the packing <laughs> out. I was going to have you reveal it, but I think I, uh, yeah, I, I threw it out. But, um, Did you say why he started a supplement company if he's a realtor? Well, he he's he's into, he also believes your physical body, you need to take care of it. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have energy to be a good realtor. How much is that supplement? How much does it retail for? I don't know. This is a free packet. Mm. Look it up. <laughs> uh, I'm just curious. This is what is it? What's it called? Uh, okay, one second here. Let me uh, put this on a quick pause. Okay, we're back on. Okay, so what did you find out? Um, this is a uh, Tom Ferry supplement company. It's called Level 10 Health. And he has a uh, drink energy pack called uh, Energy. <laughs> and it's just called Energy? Yes. <laughs> And it features, this is not an advertisement, by the way, um, energizing herbal extracts, including ashwangaha, licorice, rhodiola, rosea, adaptogens that support your stress resi- resilience, 
Bunerins, minerals, coenzymes like panothenic acid, magnesium, and coenzyme Q10, which participate in the body's energy production cycles. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like there's a lot of good stuff. Um, I'm drinking it. I feel energized. Or do you really feel energized? Yes. Um. I don't necessarily have an issue with people taking multivitamins, but one thing that people need to understand is that supplements aren't regulated, and so you really don't know what you're getting, which is really odd that they're not regulated. So you have to be really careful, and a lot of these um nutrients you just get them from whole foods so why not just eat whole foods rather than pay how much is he charging for this by the way it is more than 70 dollars per month on a subscription basis how much 70 75 yeah okay so 75 dollars a month for this and I'm not, you know, saying anything about, I don't know his product um, at all. But you can get all these nutrients from, essential nutrients from foods instead of having to pay the extra money for supplements. And I know it's easier said than done, which is why I don't have an issue with people who want to take a multivitamin just to ensure that they're getting adequate amounts of different nutrients. But I don't see the need of having to spend a lot of money on different supplements. Okay, can I... uh, Interject, yes. Ask a uh, personal question? Sure. What did you have for breakfast? I had a green smoothie with celery, spinach, uh, frozen mango, and frozen banana, and some chia seeds. I'm impressed. (laughs) That's what I usually have every morning. It's really simple. Um, Yeah. And it's... Do you still drink your warm water or no? I do. I usually... So first thing in the morning, I hydrate myself with some water and a little bit of lemon juice. Because you've been sleeping all night. You haven't... You need to hydrate yourself. So that's the first thing that I do is hydrate myself with some water And then afterwards, I have my green smoothie most days, not every day. And then I'll have um, some coffee or tea. Okay. And um, are you planning on having dinner after, you know, right now it's it's around 7, so when you get home. Yes. um, What would that entail? Well, tonight I'm going to probably get something to eat with Frank. I don't know what we're going to get to eat. Um, But usually, so on Sundays or on the weekends, I meal prep where I make batches of of certain foods like roasted vegetables and chicken. So I have them ready to go throughout the week and I don't have to think about uh, what I'm going to prepare that day. I can just like put together something quickly because I'm really busy throughout the week. Um, So most nights I just put together something quickly from the foods that I prepared during the weekend that's just what's helpful for me I see sounds good (laughs) what about you Peter what Uh, did you have for breakfast this morning um what did I have um oh there's a there's Mm -hmm. a morning real estate meeting thing Every Friday morning at it's the Chino Valley Real Estate Professionals. You pay three bucks, um, you get some breakfast, and it's whatever that uh, every every week they have like a club sponsor the breakfast, mm-hmm. so or or a business sponsor the breakfast so they can advertise um, to the group. And this week the breakfast sucked. Well, they had Starbucks <laughs> coffee, which is fine, but. Um, they, they just had, um, like a cinnamon buns and some donuts, so it kind of sucked. <laughs> what were you uh, expecting? Well, sometimes there's like, you know, there's breakfast burritos and stuff, um, mm. and other
quote unquote real breakfasts, real food. Uh-huh. I, I'm not a big fan of just eating like like a donut for breakfast because. You want like a more well balanced meal, right? Yeah, and then the sugar content um, in the morning, you just assault your stomach like that, um, straight off the bat, or it's mm-hmm. it's not good for. Uh, I have a very American stomach, so I can't really eat a lot of like garbage. So <laughs> <laughs> it's I have a more sensitive stomach, so I can't. I can put down a lot of gross stuff. I don't know if my stomach got sensitive because um, I'm here or because I've already eaten a lot of really bad stuff. Because um, I've I've had the gas station. Oh yeah. The, the ga- the, Didn't the you foods do that, that are for on a the while? roller? Yeah. You did the gas station diet. Well, I was gonna do that for this uh, for this. <laughs> podcast but then Leslie said that's too easy so uh. <laughs> I didn't say that's too easy I probably just said like that's not the best thing for you <laughs> where did you get that idea from because like there's these like at gas station um <laughs> well it's because from supersize me it was one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. you should um, do your own documentary no I'm just kidding you don't <laughs> So I was gonna do like if something a, goes wrong. I don't want to be blamed for it. I was gonna do like a gas station one, but then it's like gas station foods really. Uh, one time, I mean, I was like in the toilet for, uh, for like a day because of the the diarrhea. The the gas station the stuff that's on the roller. Uh huh. It's it's not a hot hot dog. It's kind of like a corn dog, but it's not. It's like a corn dog and a. Uh, where are those Mexican road, um, road taco things called? Uh, taquitos? Yeah, it's, it's like uh, a fancy taquito uh-huh. that's like on the roller. And then I got, I got sick from eating that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, there was a time when I, when I could uh, eat that kind of stuff, but now I don't. Yeah. And then when I travel to different countries... My my American stomach usually it doesn't work out, so so I'm I'm actually kind of leery of international travel because my previous experiences in China have not been positive, digestive system wise. Mm. But um, anywho, um, I'm really thankful my digestive system works. Properly, I see a lot of patients in the hospital who have GI bleed. Uh, I saw a patient today who had uh, diverticulitis, which is an infection of the intestinal tract, so she couldn't eat anything, so they gave her antibiotics, and she was like, she had severe abdominal pain, but she was also extremely hungry, and it was just really sad to see her in this state, um, so I'm really appreciative of the fact that my GI track works. Yes, yes. So eat your vegetables because it's important. <laughs> they have a lot of fiber content and that's what keeps you regular. So you want to definitely eat your vegetables. <laughs> now, uh, you and your husband Frank have done some traveling. How has the two of you managed on a uh, foreign diet? Uh, hearing you speak about your experiences made me think about, um, if I've ever had any issues, and I can't say that I have, thankfully. Um, we went to several Latin American countries, and I, I myself, I'm trying to think, hmm. I'm sure there had, there probably was, like, a time that I, Something didn't sit well with me, but nothing significant that I can remember. Hmm. So, I've been really fortunate that I haven't had anything like that. Yeah, I've, um... But I'm also cautious. Like, for example, in Peru, they eat, um... They eat, um... Several things. Okay. 
they have this drink. It's a fermented drink. It's called chicha. And people sell their sell chicha from their homes. They make it in their homes. Uh, and there's no one overseeing how they make it. And they put a flag up to indicate that they sell chicha. And Frank was adamant that he was going to try this drink. And so he did. And I had nothing to do with it. I wanted nothing to do with it because no one oversees how they make it. And he, we literally went in there and it was someone's home. And someone just poured this drink into a cup. And it wasn't refrigerated, anything. And Frank just drank it. Just, you know, okay. And this is the same guy who won't stay at a hotel that's less than four stars. I don't understand the logic behind I don't understand the logic behind uh, his rationale of deciding he's gonna drink that drink. Um <laughs> Some people say that if you drink it from a house it's actually nice. Uh, I don't know. Let's say for I don't know. Because their stomach may be used to different stuff than your stomach is, so who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, did he? He was okay afterward, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, he's fine. Okay. But I'm a little bit more cautious with the things that I, you can never be too cautious, though, because sometimes you just your stomach just doesn't tolerate foods from other places. Well, correct, correct. I I myself am very cautious because. Um, my family has a restaurant background, so mm-hmm. we know how people handle food, and most of the time it's pretty freaking disgusting, so. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's it's hip that people say, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the taco truck and blah, 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 but there's only very few taco trucks that I trust, and um, one of them's in, in Garden Grove on... Uh, I forget what street, but anyways, um, there's very few taco trucks I trust. It's actually better to go to like a restaurant to eat Mexican food because who knows? They actually have hot water, so that that might be a good thing, right? Um. Anyways, um, we have uh, ten minutes to talk about MMA. So Chris Weidman and Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold has uh, pulled out. This is for UFC 230 in New York. What? When did that happen? Um, just today. Oh, wow. So, s- someone may be filling in. It's unknown. Is he injured? Undisclosed injury. Hmm. And... Was that for the November 3rd fight? And November 3rd card? With uh, the beast. Yes, the black beast. He's not the beast, he's the black beast. Oh, jeez, okay. Uh, You know, I I think he created that name so people would get uncomfortable saying it, but... Probably. (laughs) That sounds like a very Derek Lewis thing to do. I could see him doing that. Um, Yeah, it's an Asim New York card, which... um, has already had tons of problems, and then um, the Nate Diaz Dustin Poirier fight is off too. <gasps> what? Why? Uh, Dustin Poirier got injured. Uh, Chris Cyborg and Nunez are fighting. Yeah, that's the next one. But yes, yes. How do you feel that will play out? I think Chris Cyborg's gonna win for sure. Hmm. Nunez is good, but it's Chris Cyborg. <laughs> That's true. She trains with Gabby Garcia. <laughs> yeah, Nunez, um, they say no, no one hits harder than she does, so I don't know. Really? Or all these 135ers say that, but then these same 135ers mm-hmm. that say that haven't faced Chris Cyborg yet, because they're in a different weight division. Yeah. I'm not rooting for anyone. I mean, I just, I, I think that Chris Cyborg is stronger. And I, but I would be really happy for Nunez if she won. That would be amazing. Um, I've I've expressed my thoughts 
about, oh, yeah. uh, you don't like her because she doesn't promote herself. Yes, yes. Nuna is, is not, um, she's like the opposite of Chris Cyborg. Because Chris Cyborg, she, she has people running the social media generator all the freaking time. She's always promoting. She always whines about stuff. So she gets on the, uh, she doesn't M- mind. MMA talk shows. She likes to use like little complaints and stuff. So oh, she. Oh wait, Nunez or? <laughs> no, Chris Cyborg. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, she. Uh, she's like, uh, she, you know, she has like little complaints, so yeah. so she can get on like the MMA shows and then get more publicity. That's so smart. So she's um, she's a marketer. She she gets the whole thing, which which I like, because mm-hmm. I believe in the whole chill. System. Oh, yes. speaking of Chael Sonnen, wow, he looked like such an amateur out there fighting against Fedor. That was, uh, that was pretty, <laughs> pretty hard to watch. I- I'm sure you two enjoyed that, but, uh, <laughs> I was very sad. I was not. I was so happy. Just kidding. It was it was very devastating, but um, yeah, it was like the first punch, land the first two punches, uh, Fedor landed so, and and then that put, that put Chael on the ground like five seconds into the fight, because <laughs> he was going for a takedown and then mm-hmm. and then um, Fedor's hands were just fast so. So now boom, he's boom. a contender for the belt, right? Yes, the vacant heavyweight belt. Mm. And he'll be fighting Ryan Bader, who's a uh, another wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but younger than Chael, obviously. Um, so. Does he train with um, DC? I don't think so. I don't think he's in that hole. Um, the San Jose team. Any updates on Khabib? I know that Dana White said he's not gonna. Lo- he's he's still with the UFC. But any other updates? Yes, he's. Uh, there's been talk about Floyd Mayweather. What? So, we'll see if that happens. What? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Khabib wants to fight Floyd Mayweather, and then Floyd obviously... So he can make that Floyd Mayweather money? Floyd is obviously uh, very interested in that, because uh, he'll make another $300 million. Wow. Did you hear that 50 Cent offered Khabib, I think, $3 million to fight for Bellator? Yes. Yes. Um, he was like, oh yeah, I'll pay for your... Where does 50 Cent have all this money all of a sudden? Didn't he file for bankruptcy not that long ago? And now he's has $3 million to spare? I don't know. And what's his affiliation with Bellator? Is he an investor? He must be. Yeah, there, there's something going on with him and Bellator now. It's really awkward because I was watching the fights and then he comes on and he's promoting his drink awkwardly with the fighters like oh here's my drink we're gonna celebrate i'm gonna give the winner i think like a million dollars too it's it's kind of ridiculous and another thing i don't appreciate i feel like they're making ufc more like wwe with everyone like during press conferences everyone's like getting in each other's faces and throwing chairs because that happened recently uh with dc and someone else oh, that... during their during the um press conference i i just i don't know i don't like that. i get the feel like they're trying to make it into more of a show like wrestling well, was that with john jones or no no it was recently with some other fighter I don't... and I don't like that. <laughs> um, there are it certain limits. cheapens the sport. There are certain limits to um, press conference. I actually like the the whole 
um, back and forth. Because DC and John Jones really, really don't like each other. Oh, did we already talk about that? That Jones is going to be fighting soon? Um, yes, he's fighting. We haven't talked about it, but he's going to fight Festivson before the end of the year. We got their uh, New Year's Eve card in Las Vegas. And I heard they're going to take away DC's, one of his belts. Yeah, the one that we're going to fight for, the 205 belt. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Do you think they should have taken away his belt? Or... Yes. I'm a big fan of uh, taking away belts um, if you're not available to defend it. Which, obviously, he's a heavyweight now, so he's going to fight freaking uh, the Black Beast. Um, at heavyweight, Derek Lewis, he's not gonna, his next fight is freaking at heavyweight, and then he wants to fight Brock Lesnar, also at heavyweight, and or John Jones at heavyweight, so he has, does not appear to have interest in cutting weight back to 205. Do you foresee a rematch between Jones and DC? We'll see how the whole Brock thing goes, because, um, that's kind of up in the air. Obviously, um, Jones DC 3 will make a lot of money. But then if Gustafson beats Jones, then Gustafson Jones 3 would also make a lot of money. So there's a lot of moving parts here, and I don't know which way um, things go because MMA changes a lot. Yeah. Um, also, one last thing. Um, on Bellator, they... Um, when they introduce the fighters, they get up on that platform thing and then they walk, <laughs> yeah. walk out. Mm-hmm. And then um, UFC, they, they do the ground level thing where they have a bunch of bodyguards and then and then they walk out. Which mm-hmm. do you prefer? I prefer... I like when they walk out of the tunnel. I don't know. Okay. Kind of thing. The other, Bellator is just more, like, it's, I feel like it's too much. It's just, it's like, um, <laughs> it's very, it's like, like again, like, it, they give me, like, um, the feeling of a, of a WWE match and that's just all like that's it's not even real fighting and that's kind of the feel I get when they do that when they have them walk out on that race platform where where they're coming from the tunnel I like it because they come and then the fans you know they're cheering them on and then you see fans reaching out and trying to like high five their favorite fighters and I like that more Okay, as you uh, probably guessed, I have the difference of opinion here. Um, I like the Bellator style because um, when they walk out, it's just them. There isn't this big giant entourage. There isn't like tons of bodyguards, and then also there isn't like fans like trying to trying to interfere and grab them or whatever. Um, so it's it's like actually a faster process. And then they just walk out, and then they're into the cage. Um, the tunnel style, they, um, the UFC style, you know, you have all the, all the bodyguards, and then um, sometimes the fighters are wearing a hat, and then the fans, they always try to take the hat from, <laughs> from the fighter. It happens, like, every time a fighter mm-hmm. wears a hat. And then you have all these bodyguards and all this entourage, and it's just too much. Mm. And... It takes a long time also, like, um, it takes, like, three minutes to do the whole thing, and then Bellator, it's, like, one minute, you're in, and then it's off to the fight. So, there's pros and cons of both. Um, I've obviously gotten used to the UFC style, too, but I just feel this way. It's, it seems like it goes by faster, so, even though it's more showy, it's, I mean, they walk out, it's, like, one minute, boom. The UFC, it's, it's like, a three-minute tortured process but anyways (laughs) there's a new show on netflix called fight world have you heard of it we just saw the first episode but they 
go to different parts of the world and they interview fighters. So the episode we saw took place in Mexico and they interviewed famous Mexican uh, uh, boxing coaches and fighters and what it what boxing means to them, um, how it changed their life, um, and it's just really interesting show if you're into um, into fighting or mixed martial arts or boxing. So. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Is there any uh, closing thoughts you have? Uh, no, I. I'm looking forward to hearing more of your dating adventures. <laughs> I think that's like the highlight of our show <laughs> or our podcast. Well, we we need to get back to reading books again, so. Oh, I don't have time to read right now. Um, eventually we need to get back on that horse. Um, I think we should just talk about your dating life. <laughs> it's the funniest. I mean, not the funniest. It's so much more interesting. I mean, yeah, I've I've always been the funny guy, but does does that mean the funny guy doesn't have a chance to have a family? I don't know. <laughs> no. It's, you're gonna you're gonna get there, Peter. It's uh. I'll have a quick closing thought here. I mean, it's kind of frustrating the process, but. I know there's women out there that are looking to quote-unquote settle down, and then, uh, yeah, it's, the single life is very tantalizing, because you get to travel all over the place, but as I've stated before, um, sometimes you travel and you're by your lonesome, and it can get freaking, really freaking lonely, and you're like, what's the freaking point of this? And then, um, like my friend Luis once said, uh, you know, when you're young, you're like, uh, you hang out with your friends a lot, and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna die for my friends, blah, 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 you know, you're very close, especially elementary, middle school, high school, college, you're really, really close with your friends, right. but then, um, when you get older, and then said friends, they have families, or they move away, mm-hmm. then, as, especially when they have kids, you know, then you're you're out by your lonesome, and it can really, really, really suck. So I was thinking about a lot of your uh, your your answers, but from last week's podcast, and then it's like, uh, yeah, the the single life is like what? It's it's not it's not great. So you know, you're playing some devil's advocate about you know the George Clooney life and it's and oh. the glories of single life, but. Um, it's just we're still, I think we're still very young, and we have our whole lives ahead of us. I think you think, oh, I'm, I'm in my 30s, I should be married and have kids because I'm comparing myself to other, to my friends who are married and have kids, and you shouldn't, I you shouldn't want to, I don't know, and this may not be true, but you shouldn't want to be in a relationship and have kids because you've you feel that other people expect you to or you feel pressure because your friends are married and have kids that you should also be at that state in your life or else you're not you know you're you're not doing enough or you're not good enough and that's not the case i don't feel those types of pressures it's it's more of an internal eternal mm-hmm. internal thing i've always i i just don't feel the, the the single lonely route is is a good solution. I mean, um, you know, we talked about last week. Yes, you have a lot of freedoms. You answered in no one, but it's just it's it can get really miserable. So, <laughs> just FYI, I know it's glamorous. I know you can have a lot of fun. And then yeah, I'm gonna have fun like these next two weeks or whatever because there's a lot of parties going on. Mm-hmm. But then, and then I'm. I've well, okay. More festive now, so it's good. Yeah. But go. I, no, this is fine. Just, just continue. It's fine. I, I, I just don't think that uh, long term it's a, it's a great solution, and I know a lot of women feel that way. I just need to meet those women, and not the ones that want to continue.
the uh, single path. So, which which I know there's a lot because a lot because I've dated those women before that they are looking to to um, you know not settle down immediately, but you know have have uh, some sort of future plans instead of just continuing to party it up for the next six seven years i don't think that's a good solution for me or for anyone else but anyways Mm. have a good uh weekend guys and we will see you next time adios